Get me on the tour. I can I can go for that. Get yourself a get yourself a sugar mama and you'll be okay. Thanks for tuning in to the Tap and Bogey podcast. I'm Declan and I'm Ben and we are two extremely mediocre golf addicts bringing you our perspective of the game and everything that goes into it. We're going to talk gear, the pros, and our own game as we strive to being able to just tap it in for bogey. Let's go. Good evening to everyone out there. It is the eve of 420 for all our uh, guys and girls out there. Who nice. The weed. Um, the devil's lettuce. We like smoking weed sometimes. Occasionally. Recreationally. I have a funny story that relates to our weekend. What happened on the week? Yeah? We'll talk about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is Tuesday, the 20th. Yeah, so welcome to the Tap and Bogey podcast. This is episode three, the third most recent episode on the Tap and Bogey podcast. We're pretty big. You've probably heard of us through your dad as his fifth favorite podcast of golf. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about the pros. Um, what was the, the RBC Heritage Tournament. And Stewie Sink. Stewie Sink and his boy. Yeah, and those terrible tan lines that they got going on. Oh my god, we got to post a picture about oh. his him taking off his hat. Wait, can I just have a quick sidebar? Yes. Gingery, we got a lot of skin. real big, uh, really lots of skin. Shout out to Copper Tone. Shout out to anything. Whatever. <laughs> Life <laughs> brand. Give me that. Yeah. PC brand. Okay. President's Choice. I got burnt on Saturday, but yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about the weekend soon. Stuart Sink. He's been playing for over a decade. The guy is, he's old enough to have an adult son caddy for him. Yeah, so something about the first year that he won was the year that his son and Morikawa were both born. First year he won a PGA Tour event, I think. That's wild. That's, well, isn't Morikawa like your age? 24, 25, something like that? He's a young guy. He might be a little bit younger. That's wild. Anyways, the guy... Hasn't won a lot on tour, really. He used to be up in the top 50. His name has been around. He's won before. Um, he's not new to the top 50, but... I don't think so either. Um, but anyways, his son picks up the bag as his caddy in 2018. And since then, I think his purse has been $3.5 million or something like that. The guy. How much? He won this faster than how much? 1.2 million. Oh damn! Um, that a boy. On the same note, uh, just knowing that, what do you think, Corey Connors, our boy? Um, I think he was tied for third this past tournament. What do you think he made? I wonder. Uh, let me guess. Eight. Oh, just in the last tournament or up so to date? I'm gonna say four million. No, no, no. So too much. Sink won one point two million. Yeah. So 
Okay, and that was a fairly big tournament. Yeah. This guy came second last in the tournament. He is British. He had a great showing leading up to the Masters, and he's been trending upwards. Daryl Hatton? Lee Westwood. Lee, oh. Last in the tournament. What a hack. And the guy has been killing it up until the last two tournaments. <laughs> yeah, and so, so. I'm not betting on him anytime soon. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He might be the sleeper. Get me on the tour. I can I can go for that. Get yourself a sh- get yourself a sugar mama and you'll be okay. Or or even third, that'd be okay. Yeah, nice big hug at the end. That I mean, if I won a tournament with my dad, I'd be pretty stoked. My dad's uh, an absolute beauty, so to see him, I mean, the allowance has got to go up at that point. Yeah, dad, you've won a million dollars. Give me at least. So don't coocher me. Unless you're Matt Coocher's caddy, and then you get nothing. You get a Werther's original. The local guys. That's awful. And, but he did come back after a lot of uh, a lot of heat from the media and stuff like that and give the guy like fifty grand. So uh, he kinda of made up for it, but still yeah. bad taste in your mouth for the Oh yeah. Yeah, and then coming up. You got uh Zurich Classic. Zurich Classic. This is an interesting one. I think, so what was the last match play? That was, uh, yeah, the Dell Cla- Del Classic match play. And that's a really cool tournament. This one's similar. Um, but it's, it's, so they're foursomes play, and it's teams of two. So the first and third rounds will be four ball. So I think that's um, best ball. Um, and then... The second and final rounds will be foursomes. It's very bizarre, and so the way these teams is it get four ball, best ball for your group, or is it or is it scramble? Yeah, I think it's your team combined score. Oh, we don't know. see, this is great examples of us not knowing anything and not doing any research because. They're so hot right now. Yeah. I just watched their video on the wedges. They were getting cute, uh, quizzed on wedges. They're both showing off their wedge game. Taylor made. Taylor made. Yeah. They were showing off all their different types of wedges. I think so. Well, they're young too. I think, you know, and they're both pumping each other's tires. And, and uh, I mean, Morikawa is crazy out of bunkers. The guy's insane. Um, yeah. And then you got to love Matty Wolf's swing. I think he was, I think Morikawa was up there uh, last week too in the tournament. Oh, and then there's alternate shot in this here. Yeah, so I think that there is. That, it's kind of like I love this so much. Yeah, it's a bit of a, 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 
yeah, so four ball is best ball, sorry. And then foursomes are alternate shop. Okay, so four ball is best ball. Yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, so following the second round, there will be a cut and the lowest 33 teams uh, and, and ties at 33rd position um, get cut. And then it gets tighter from there. So that's okay. that's crazy. Um, and and it all contributes to FedEx point, cut points and all these sorts of things. That's cool. Why, um, why do you think uh, a couple guys like, uh, like you said, like TJ and like JT? Yep. Why do you think they are playing? Is that just strategy? Because you don't want to... Yeah, I think you're re- it's like they're resting their, their pitcher sort of thing. I think... The Valspar, um, and then, and I think it's it. That means that it's getting pretty close. Um, the schedule is starting to come up. Um, you got, yeah, yeah. Valspar, Wells Fargo, and then after that, when's the next major U.S. Open? No, no, no. We're we're further. We're further. Um, we got. Valero, Masters, RBC, Zurich, Valspar, and then there's the and then you're coming up to the actual PGA Championship. Oh, That's okay. so you know you got Wells Fargo. So we got um, right now RBC coming up this weekend. Valspar after that, and then you got two tournaments following that, and then the the championship. So, so the I think yeah, and the purse. So the purse for Zurich is pretty big, seven point four million. Uh, Valspar is only 6.9. I think, honestly, I think that the team play stuff might not be for the the big guys because it's not the type of golf that they need to be good at to win the championship. Yeah. I I disagree with that. Like, I I think that they should mix it up just for their own, like, psychology, but, and and for the fans. Like, do it for the, do it for the fans. But, um, Well, because it's a it's a it's a spectator sport. It's it's not stroke play golf, uh, uh-huh. but it's it's fun. It's a fun way to play golf. Um, so sticking with the pros, uh, last week or this past weekend, uh, our girl Lydia Ko. Lydia Ko. So she, I mentioned her ten under round um, at the Anna Anna Invitational. Mm-hmm. Anna, Classic or whatever it is. Yep. Uh, and she came surging up, uh, came in second. Uh, this was her. This was the next tournament that she played in, and she won it. She shot something like twenty-eight under for the weekend. She blew the competition out of the water. So well, they were. She was in the lead. Pretty high though. But I wasn't she like well in the lead. Well, yeah. Move them to the tips. I'm on the bandwagon already. I don't even know anything about her. Yeah, so 
I think I've seen videos of her like smashing drives, but that's about it. So that's all my Instagram is. It's just people hitting bombs. And she, yeah, and it's her first win in over a thousand games, and that is, there's a trend going on. So Stuart Sink, he hasn't won in like over 1,200 games, uh, or 1,200 days, sorry, Spieth, then Hideki Matsuyama, Um, and we didn't mention that that was actually the first, he's Japanese, right? Um, First Japanese golfer to actually win a major. Uh, Male. Male, sorry, is just the week before one at Augusta, which is wild. So, wasn't the females Augusta? That is their major. It was uh, no. It's a um, it's an amateur tournament. Yep. But yeah. Still. But still, one at Augusta. So huge for Japan. Huge for the the folks who haven't been winning. So yeah, uh, Spieth, Hideki, uh, Sink, and Ko, all. Plus, uh, over over a thousand days since their last win period, so it's looking good for for some old names that you haven't seen at the yeah. top of the leaderboard, which I thought was cool. I thought that was super cool. Um, okay, uh, the lady that came in second, Nelly Corda, also a big fan of her. Yes, she's really good. Uh, she's American. She is ranked fourth in the world right now. And she cute. I would cry. I would be like. I would be I would just tell her no. I don't want to waste your time with my trash golf game. If we could even call it that. I would play slow. We'll talk about speed playing slow. Yeah. Pace of play. Yeah. So we'll uh, keep an eye on that and uh, yeah. Nice. Get into some and then moving down to the amateur world. To the amateur level, just just below the professional level. Just just a few levels below that, and then into the ground below that is us. Yeah. We're doing all right. The the Tap and Bogey podcast was live on location at the Skeena Valley Golf and Country Club in at, at 9 a.m. Saturday morning. So, um, I wasn't going to mention this, but I think we should, is that uh, there was a group that went out. We got scooped. We uh, secured the first tee time. We booked the only available, the first available tee time at 9 a.m. And then these geezers, I'm going to say it, those geezers, uh, yeah, and... They're well liked. They knew, yeah. You could see them walking in with that confidence of. Oh, they were. They owe. They owe money. I think. (laughs) You haven't paid your. (laughs) You haven't paid your membership fees, Daryl. Yeah, so they went in front of us, but we played. And they moved quick. We would have held them up. They were were going fast. They were uh, teeing off on eight by the time we were just finishing five. Yeah. So they were flying. But they were... I think that was a problem. Okay. Yeah. But... They're a problem out there. Oh. I see one of them. We're going to say something. 
And then we're also going to ask for tips for playing that fast. My God. Um, so we play with uh, two great guys. Yep. Ryan and Trav. Ryan Travis. They had some great shots. So, um, Travis is like a five handicap or something. No, he's super good. Well, I don't know. He mentioned uh, that he doesn't count his handicap until about two weeks in the season. Like he doesn't start keeping score. Which is fine, I guess. Uh, that prevents you from being a sandbagger. Because you yeah. get good enough, and then if you start recording your scores at that point, you should be should be lower instead of starting yeah. worse. Like being a lower handicap doesn't help you in the match play with your buddies and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah. You want as many shots as you can get. Uh, so teed off. Teed off. So we we went. I got our scorecards here, but uh, we went tap and bogey. We went tap and bogey for. Hole. First two holes. First two holes. I went first four holes. I got a bogey, which is pretty good. I did not. I I did not. Kind of blew up on three there. Whew. Um, which is got a little snowman. Got a little chilly on the hottest day Um, of the year so far. Do you want to talk about some of our favorites? Because some of my favorite shots of yours were on the first day. Yep. Because I remember that more vividly. I think. Yep. Well, because you. Your second day, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna say for me of my own shots. Yeah, okay, sure. Let's hear them. Maybe I was, some yeah, time. first tee for the first tee. My my drive off of the first tee was my favorite. So that's half of one of mine. Okay. So I have a first hole. Um, so I, I said you drive on one. Yeah. So that's what I meant. We smoked our drives, and I hit a nice high straight bomb. That I picked up my tee before you the the ball even hit the yeah, ground. I was so confident. I didn't need to. Um, your second shot was a little bit off to the right. Yep. Kind of behind the trees, and so this is one of my favorite shots of yours of the day. Was your approach shot on one where you hit the green? Yeah. Uh, you green regular. The trees, and I was like, "Oh, that's gonna hit!" And it was a perfect shot. And you just you put your hands in the air and you looked me right in the eye and you said, "Let's fucking go." Let's fucking go. <laughs> That was a good start. That was a good start. Um, I don't know if you remember this one. Or the next two, I don't know if you remember. So, uh, four, uh, par three, huge elevated green. It's about 200 yards. You went left, uh, which was nice and safe. Yep. So, you were over there in that area. You were about, you know, 20 yards off the green, 30 yards off the green. And you chipped on to within five feet that hole. Um, That was three? That was four. Or four. Oh, Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was yeah. a nice little chip. Was really that was a safe move. Feet, I had uh, I had my buddy Tyler Clark in my head percentage shots. He always talks about his percentage golf, and I was like, "Oh, should I like go for a little high thing and and see if I can stick it close?" And I was like, "No, that's the dumbest thing I could possibly do. Go for the low chip." And I did a little bump and run. It hit the fringe and it rolled right up. Your chipping has been really good. I've been really happy with it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Like around the greens, you're just like you're, you're always getting pretty close. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know. You might. You, you'll probably remember this, but I think it was on seven. I remember the shot more than the location, but you were in the sand and came out of the sand and big time backspin. Like I oh, yeah. come out of the sand with some big backspin sometimes. Yep. Uh, only and kidamat. Yeah. Kid remember that kid? I called you a wizard. You call? I remember that. Yeah. It's stuck in my head. I want to hit shots like that. I want to hit. You want to strive to be the golfer 
that Ben Chumi calls you a wizard after your shots. That that's the level of golf I want to be at. So yeah, you were in the left side bunker, um, bit of a. What what you were what were you at right there? So on hole seven, okay, you got a double on that. <laughs> but it was a great bunker shot. <laughs> that's the hardest hole in the course for sure. Yep. I, it actually is. That's it's ranked the hardest hole in the course too. Yep, number one. Number one. Who know? Um, so you were in the left side bunker and you spun it out of there. And me and Travis were standing there. And we both saw like, what the yeah i even got a reaction out of travis he's like whoa i thought that was gonna run way over you know what that was is because i hit uh so it was right right on the edge of the bunker so it actually wasn't in i wasn't going for that sort of uh if we're talking in terms of the pga 2k 21 uh shots you can choose where it's a, either a, a splash or a flop um i actually went for a chip so a low a low bump and run and what happened is that because it hit the very bottom of my my the club face mm-hmm. um and there was a little bit of sand in there that grit and the the low face gave it plenty of spin to stop so i got i got a couple of bounces and then it checked right up which was pretty sweet i mean i still double bogeyed that hole but that's not really that surprising for me pretty standard for us yeah um so you went 56 on the front nine, i went 40 i would 148. Uh, no big deal. Nothing crazy on the back nine. I don't remember. Was there any just incredible moments on the back nine? Not a ton of incredible moments. I um, bogeys. I also went triple on both the par threes on the back nine, which didn't help. Yeah. But that was uh, tough. Those, those were special. I got a snow. Oh man, 14 was a rough go. <laughs> so I didn't go in the. I didn't go in the water even. So. 14 for all our listeners out there. Water on both sides. Just and it's straight, off. and it's fairly thin. It's not a super wide fairway. Anyways, I hit a relatively straight drive, and then I hit oh, too strong. Yeah, so I hit too strong of an approach shot. You went the I went, no, I went into this little marshy stuff. Oh, yeah, and then you and then, the green into the bunker. Yeah, so I tried to... So it was basically on top of water, and if I tried to step and have it in the middle of my stance, my feet, my my knee would be soaked, sort of thing. And so I did this weird back of the foot stance, and I hacked at it, and it got out. And I thought it, at for a second, I was like, "Oh, that might be a great shot," because I had a couple of great escapes. Like I was on on five, I was in the trees, and I pu- I punched out with my little. F- my hybrid and then on six i was able to punch out and and so this was my third great escape um and i but anyways on 14 i'm in the water and this was not a great escape i i splashed mud all over myself and uh shot it over into the bunker on the other side and back and forth and eventually tapped in for quad bogey I think I one putted it or something. You came out with, yeah. It was awful. It was a double par. Is tough. It was a tough look. So I ended with nine six. You ended with one ten. Yep. Respectable first round scores. Some of your iron shots were amazing. I I was playing well with my irons. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, Yeah. and you pumped some of your drives. Like when you when you hit it straight, you hit this like nice little stinger drive. I think it was on seven, maybe? No, seven. No, set eight. Eight. It wasn't Stinger. It was just 
both times, like Saturday and Sunday. I actually hit really good. Those were your highlight. That was your highlight hole. Um, where was I, I, I was actually hitting my driver really well on Sunday. So we'll talk about Sunday. Yeah. So we went out with the two boys. I carried my bag on my back and I injured myself because I my feet were just so sore after um, the first day of golf. Just carrying my oh bag yeah. Um, we took carts Sunday. Yeah. But yeah, a great move by James Ingster, the barber. Dude, James is shooting the lights out, and and not gauge the lip, Leducer in Rupert kind of shoot the lights out. That guy, that guy can play. <laughs> but yeah, next time he's gonna tell you tell us he's got a hole in one playing by himself. No, we saw him play. He's good. Dude, he's already great to play with. Yep. A little bit of four ball, if you will. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so James and uh, I actually quit golfing for all the listeners. Halfway through. Um, on the 14th hole, I went OB on 14. I said, I'm not playing anymore. Yep. I'm just going <laughs> to. I think I, then I went OB a couple more times after that. You just, I, I was asking, like, well, what did you write for your score? And you're like, uh, nothing. Well, well so how, how do you score that? So how do you. I'm not playing He's like. I'm not, I don't have a score. DNF, it's not, it's, I was never here. It's not going in the app. It's not going Golf Canada. It's not contributing anything. I was so mad. I was at home on my couch. I mean, almost, I almost didn't want to. Eating weed gummies. So, okay, yeah. So what happened was, is, uh, I was up pretty early Sunday. I was feeling good. You know, I showered. I was getting, like, got my clothes on. I was, like, getting pumped. Yep. And I was, like. Day two of opening weekend. Right now? I should have a drink. Loosen up. A quarter of a weed gummy. Yeah. I was, like, that'll do Take off the it, edge. It didn't help. I thought, like, <laughs> I was on a, I was, yeah, I was on like, a whole other planet. <laughs> yeah. So, so weed gummy is not good for your swing. A little bit of, if you smoke weed, I feel like it's more of like a, like a head high, like it just chills you out, but yep. a weed gummy, and I told James that, I told James too, and he was like, oh no, that's like a body high. That's like, a bad I move. I didn't know where my limbs were going. Hey, um, so, a lot, yeah, of, a lot of golf left this year. To learn from our mistakes. I shot a 54 on the front. Declan shot a 50. James shot a 50. And Murphy shot a 55. So. The boys were buzzing on the front nine. You were so positive, And I was so mad. Because yep. I was playing like shit. And you were playing really well. You were, we complete each other, Benny. I know. Like, <laughs> I was in the mod. And, and so I read all these. Or I listened to all these. Uh. You know, mastering the mental side of golf by listening yep. to um, a couple other books of just like, you know, forgetting about your shot and then just moving the ten yard rule and whatever. Not, it I didn't did stick, eh? Follow it at all. Oh, that's tough. So, I was. That's still fun. Yeah. Hopefully, I wasn't too big of a downer. No, I. You deal well. You deal well with your your tough times really well. I. Uh, just so you, there's so many people that deal better with strife and challenges way better than me. I'm just in awe. I'm just a big old bitch when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, I think I did, and I think that I think the best collective best uh, best hole for everybody was 18. 17 was really good though too. 17. Both got pars. On Sunday we went par par. Or I went par par. Sunday, yeah, I got a, 
I don't know. I think it's just a dab <laughs> on the scorecard right now. All right, you're but still in your quit mode. And I was like, I can't count now. <laughs> can't mark it down yeah. five now. Yeah, back to part. <laughs> That's what I was doing last time. I go par, I swear. Um, yeah, I went par par, uh, 17-18. And because we we smashed our drives and our i had a i had a decent time getting on the green on 17 unfortunately i could two putt it um but 18 we smashed we were right next to the bottom of the hill basically yeah i had a draw which is i mean last year i was getting into that but uh this year it's been a rarity so you go in par far at the end of the game uh just keeps you coming back. That's the that drug. Saves. That's the drug. I had there was, was David Lewis and and his buddies had just finished the round. He was sticking around. He was watching. I chipped right onto the green. I got this. Wow. <laughs> it was really, I dropped the chip because I was really close too. Oh. Like I don't know what it is. Like I get these like chipping like like not even hitting the ball. Yeah, like yeah. You smash the ground and like thin it four feet. And I won't even look up. I won't even look where it goes because I know it's like ten feet. And, like, <laughs> and everybody's looking at me like, I didn't. Do, I didn't. I try to tell you like, oh, just say that was you were trying to practice swing and you hit it. Is like Horschel did that or whatever. No, no. So what you said to me was, uh, I had the shot in between. Um, I think it was actually on seventeen. It was in between the bunker, or yeah. So uh, the bunker was in between me and the green. And you said, no, no, just hit it like in my backyard the other day. And I yeah. just did that, and I didn't even think about it, and it went on the green. And you were like, there you go. Like, yeah. Thanks, Declan. I'm here for you. Yeah. Like my therapist. <laughs> That's why we we don't need therapy. We just need golf. Exactly. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. We're going to be fine. Yeah. Um, so you show up 103 compared to your 110. That seven strokes better. I thought it was 104. Oh, good for me. I said a 104 in my head. Okay. I didn't calculate my Sunday score yet. That's a big improvement from 110 to 103. Yeah. Really? Really what it is? Because what went wrong for me is that's three OB drives and a bad chip. <laughs> this is the penalty. Yeah, that's a lot of extra. Well, a lot. Of, that's actually very little extra golf. It's just high, high impact, high negative impact. That's just three swings because you shoot it out of bounds, and then you get your penalty stroke, and then you hit your next shot. And so that's a couple extra OBs plus like a duft, just a duft chip or some shit like that. And James shot a ninety-four, which is really good. James is good. But James, you could do better. Saturday. Just kidding. Oh, we know he's going to do better. Oh, he's going to do so much better. He's going to break 90 this year consistently, I, I think. That's my bet. On Wednesday. So we're ball playing for yep. men's night. We'll have men's night here at Ski Golf Course. Starts a little later. Uh, it's nine holes. Yep. So we're playing at... I don't even know when we're playing tomorrow. 5.24 p.m. We have a lot of golf lined up. I'm playing with Matty Lowndes on Thursday, too. Check nice. Nice. Our favorite teacher, Hot. Our He's he's so hot right now, and the best chef in the Northwest. That's bold. Best chef in the Northwest? No, but I mean. Top ten. Amateur chef. Top ten amateur chef. Bottom. 
10 out of 10 would recommend barbecuing at his house. I'd like to, sh- what would you like to shoot tomorrow? Because we got a, we got a little round coming up. Yeah, I'm, we're just playing nine holes. I think, what did I shoot on the front nine last time? Fif- um, the last 50. 50. Imagine if you shot like 48. I'd be, fi- I'd be happy with 50 again. I'd be happy, I'd be really happy with a 49. And even a 48, uh, like that's, so if you double that, that's 96. That's breaking 100. I'm, I'm happy 45. with that. Okay, I'll hold you to it. Okay. Well, I want to shoot. I want to shoot a forty-six. You could do that. Yeah, I think so. I think we just need to keep the drives in bounds. <laughs> drives in bounds, so yeah, yep. OB everywhere. Um, <laughs> it was pretty funny when I when I quit quit this uh, Sunday round. I was going OB a lot even after yep. that. I think on uh, so sixteen is a par three. Yep. And I just knew you played it out of bounds. Slide, you shanked it. What did it say? I just sliced it. You did. It was a low, a low slice. Because you thinned it. It, Yeah. It was a tough look. All the par threes are just very difficult for me for some reason. Yeah. I felt good about that hole just based off of like my, I think I shot, what did I shoot on that one? You got like a bogey on that hole, I think. That's uh, no, double bogey. Yeah, because I had to shoot, because I shot out of bounds off the first tee. Did you? Yeah. And then I had a decent sure. shot. I think so. I don't think. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, you went into the trees. Into the trees, about. yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about your, uh, okay, so today we went on a run. We're training. For yeah. Thick Boy Run Club. Thick Boy Run Club. You might see us. You'll hear us coming. I haven't, I'm not like guaranteed I'm going to do it, but it's an, an idea in my head and, um, so Declan is very, um, I'm repetition. Well, say this. No, you said it really well earlier today was, uh, you're methodical. Uh, yeah, methodical, but you like, you're oriented. Yeah. You're methodical. Yeah. You, you need like steps. You yeah. Need, like a structure. Totally. A structure oriented. Yeah. It's like, I can do this to do this. Yeah. I like to break down my game into parts and improve those parts and then put it back together and hopefully have a better game. So our driving range is not currently open right now. And nope. Declan had this great idea that uh, we're going to go out on the course and basically play, play a practice round but not slow the pace of the game. So yeah. think about one or two things you want to work on. Right? Yeah, so like, I mean, for me, looking back at this weekend, for example, my uh, my drives were trash. Well, my drives, when they were good, they were really good. When, when they were bad, they were really bad. So I'd like to get con- more consistent drives, so it just takes practice. Our driving range doesn't allow drivers um, just the way it's set up. And so it's like, okay, well, how do you practice that? So uh, basically what I thought is like, okay, my drive is, was tough. My putting was okay. I'll give it yeah. – chipping, chipping was decent. Um, but I think my approach shots, I want to be 100% confident from 120 feet out, or 120 yards out that I can hit the green from wherever I am, and I want my drive to be solid. So I was like, okay, pick two things. So it could be driving and putting. It could be approach shot and putting. It could be you know, your long irons or whatever. You pick it out, and you go to the course, and you play around, but you cut out. You don't actually play around. You 
cut out everything but the things you want to work on. You bring three balls and you hit those three balls. So you hit your three drives off the tee. So what if you cut it down to two? Yeah. That would make me more comfortable. With well, you would move faster for sure. And I think it all depends on the tee sheet. So if you look at the tee sheet, you got to be respectful. Like and pace so of play is, is yeah. huge. I wouldn't go with more than two people. I think that would be just disrespectful to everybody playing. And so, yeah, like if you're if if you're with two people, I think it's two balls. If you're by yourself, it's three. That sort of thing. Sure. And then but and so you hit your. But yeah. Yeah. So you want to keep pace with the people in front of you, not um, go fast enough for the people behind you. Anyways, you pick your two things, um, and you hit your balls. Uh, and it what it does is it sort of takes the security that you have at the driving range where it's like okay well if i hit a shank it doesn't matter i've got 45 more balls left to hit where you have maybe one ball left to hit yeah and so, so you're playing two um yep and then you go so you hit your drive and let's say you're on a par five you hit your drive you go and you pick up your ball and then you walk to 100 feet 100 yards 120 yards whatever you and that's that's it and you hit those shots you hit the green you go fix your ball marks you fix your divots and you move on to the next hole so uh we we spoke like pretty extensively about this we just yep. on a lot yep benny grilled me um i didn't grill you i was just like <laughs> i'm afraid of change and i could see a lot of people disapproving of this yes um and that's confirmed so that's confirmed. so yeah. um but By yourself, you're going to catch up to the group in front of you pretty yep. quickly. Yeah, and so what I said to that was like, um, I've done it before though. Like, I played two balls and just let the group in front of me, three guys play, keep playing, and they're like, yeah. hey, you want to pass? I'm like, no, I'm no. playing two balls. Don't no, worry about I'm it. just doing my thing. Um, don't don't feel like I'm rushing you. I'm not going to hit onto you, whatever. But that's by yourself. But if you have another person, it's kind of. It, as long as you're on the same page. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, it's like. The like it, the rule of thumb in Kitimat, for example, they actually have it in their like scorecard or something. Where basically the rule is, you're trying to keep pace with the group in front of you, uh, like keep up with the group in front of you, not trying to not keep, lose, not lose the group behind you, like or not not lose, but like you're not trying to just stay in front of the group behind you. So like keep yeah. And so you keep that same mentality where it's not like, oh, I'm doing fine because I don't see the group behind me. It's like if you don't see the group in front of you, you're That's not doing wrong. fine. Yeah. That's wrong. So what did you ask? So we yeah. Said, so we talked to Jermaine. Jermaine kind of yeah. So we reached out to the the golf pro, and he was he was already grilling us for pace of play on Saturday. So we went we way too slow. slow. Eight. Yeah. We were a bit behind. I think the whole. So I think the whole group was, be, like, the whole T-sheet was behind. I don't think it was necessarily us. We, we definitely were, were behind. So we're, like, a whole behind. First is that we're setting the pace. Yep. Um, and we were walking. Yeah, no. And we were beginners. You know what? We can... Walking almost is quicker because then you just go to your ball. If, you, if you're in a cart... But I we went so much faster, slower. like, on Sunday. I don't think so. Yeah, we did. We, we beat ourselves by about 45 minutes. That's pretty good. Okay, yeah. so... Not condoning so what, carts, though. I, I like walking. You like walking. Um, Although I'm so blistered. So, yeah. Reach out to Jermaine. He is, and he's the ultimate, like, he's been there 
long enough. He's reasonable. Uh, he's he's yeah. He's seen it. He's played it. And so and he knows about like he cares about people getting better. Like if you if you no, I just sh- shot him a message on Facebook. Uh, I thought about so calling. Call I was going to call the pro shop. Just talk to whoever yeah, picked whoever picked up the phone. Awesome. Yep. Uh, <laughs> hey Turner, what? can I do this? Uh, Declan, you're too bad to try to get better. <laughs> Just drink more, and you'll care less. Um, but any like, winning. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, winning D flight in the men's open. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, so yeah, I reached out to Jermaine, and he basically said, if it's busy, don't do that. Play golf, keep the pace. And don't piss people off because you will piss people off. People will call, what the hell is this guy doing? He's not letting us pass. Well, no. (laughs) But no, they won't even chew you out. They'll just call the pro shop and and you'll come to the end and Jermaine will be like, hey, man, why were you doing that, you fucking idiot? No, he'll just set up on the, the, uh, the deck and fire shots at you. I think that's the new way of enforcing. He'll be on nine, and he'll pipe a drive back from the pro shop back at you. So we're deciding that you might do this on Martial Law. Friday? Um, yeah, so I'm playing with a slower golfer on Friday. Your dad. <laughs> He's slower than me. Um, but yeah, I'm going for a game. Jacques, yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, Yep, that's my daddy-o, and he's a he's a slower golfer, but he's he doesn't really care. Like he, um, he's just out there for a good time, and uh, basically gone back into golf. I got him, yeah, I got him. Like he's he's golfed occasionally and 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 leisurely over the last few years, but as he's sort of eyeing up retirement, he's got to find a hobby that he can obsess over, and and I think golf is great because it keeps. No, I mean fishing is definitely going to cut it for the guy, but um, on days where you know the fish aren't biting or you want something to switch it up, yeah, that's uh, and and it's something he basically said it's something that I like, it's something that our family can get into. Um, yep, yep. Bryce has been playing; he's been uh, doing all right. The guy can hit a drive like crazy. Um, but anyways, yeah, going to play with him, and I thought you know I could play a game, and I. I have no problem playing a regular round and, and I probably might end up doing that. But I was just thinking like from my own development, like playing in actual grass and with like branches in the way and like instead of visualizing things, just actually play the course and see what actually happens. And, uh, and basically, so yeah, in the middle of the day, if it's busy, you don't do it in the evening. If with an emptier T sheet and you're not going to hold somebody up, you know, basically use your best judgment, but yeah. yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that's the big thing. Don't. That's why I was apprehensive. It's just uh, don't be an a hole. And uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, man. I think yeah, I'm excited to try that out. Um, did we want to talk talk about gear? Yeah. Um, I got a question for you though. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to that. Okay. Um, I do want to talk about the three wood. I'm very excited. Do it. Do it. Yeah, get in the bag. Ping G425, that's what I got. I hit a ping 3 wood one time in my life before, and I hit it just as far as my driver. That's pretty amazing. Off the deck. Well, that's that's basically what they're there for. Fairway woods, baby. Yeah, so I demoed... uh, I know. I'm, I'm getting the anticipation going. 
for our listeners. Uh, <laughs> so I demoed a three wood, a Ping G425 uh, from the, the Pro Shop, and uh, I didn't use it a lot. I wanted to make sure that I was u- I wasn't using it to use it. I wanted to see where I would incorporate it into my game. I played it once or twice, twice in the round in 18 holes. But when I played it, it was really reliable. Like what's true about demoing a club like that is that you don't actually just put too many miles on it. Yeah. It uh, you know, how many times are you going to pull it out? So and and yeah. so I remember you hit it well once. Yeah. Yeah, one was a little bit of a, it was a bad lie for sure. I was up in sort of, that was on seven and uh, I hit my drive too straight. I was expecting a fade and I ended up in that little elbow where there's a little bit of fluff there. And so I was, uh, I was playing on a bit of a weird lie, but the distance I got out of it, even on a bad shot, I got decent flight. It was a rising stinger, a bit of a slice to it, Um, but it ended up right near the the green there and uh and then the next day i didn't uh i was uh coming from um being daddy with uh with my little girl at the pool and so i was um hauling in late yeah oh i still owe you for that um and uh (laughs) yeah i'll just get the next card um so i i didn't get the the demo that day but on hole one i wanted to see like could i try for the green in two uh and so james i borrowed james is he he was like i don't think he was too stoked on that i mean i've let i let him play my brand new driver last year it was (laughs) was brand new out of the bag he was like is this gonna happen all yeah yeah but uh, anyways, I borrowed it. I just borrowed it once. I wanted to see, and I didn't get on the green. I got, uh, smoked I, I smoked it though, and a little you bit of a pull, a right? little bit of a pull, yeah. yeah but just the way it laid and and the the distance I got out of it, it was like, okay, yeah, this is this is something that I can get two hundred yards out of, no problem. And so that's that's uh, that did it for me. I went into the pro shop and said, "Yes, please. Oh, yeah. It's so on order. It's coming, and I'll let you guys know the long term uh, effects." No, no, they'll come and break my kneecaps when I don't pay. Um, my question for you, Benny: How many wedges do you need? I have a pitching wedge, a gap wedge, and a sand wedge. Personally, I'd love a sixty degree, but I don't think I have balls to use sixty degree. So you want all four wedges? Yeah. I'm good with my gap. My sandwich is basically like my your go-to, around like around the greens. Around the greens. Yep, that's what I do too. I, think I might want to use my gap wedge because I'm finding I'm leaving it short a lot. Oh. Uh, because of the loft. Really? Yeah. And you don't you don't close the facer or like deloft it. Could. You don't like to forward press. I'm gonna try it tomorrow. Okay. Just gotta come over to the backyard again. Go do some more chipping. Yeah. yeah. So what do you got right now? What do you got in the bag? I've got a pitching wedge and a sand wedge, and I think I need a gap wedge. Gap and I and I don't think 52, I've got a fifty-six, and I think a fifty-two because I'm pretty sure pitching wedge. And it depends. Like I've got player uh, improvement irons, so like sometimes they mess around with the lofts in those oh, clubs. Totally. Well, all irons, yeah, are kind of different. Yeah. Assuming uh, that a pitching cool. wedge. <laughs> Oh God! Um, assuming that a pitching wedge is forty-eight degrees, yeah, fifty-two would be perfect. Um, and I, I'm, cons- I'm, I'm interested in those like raw style wedges so that like cool, that like they get rusted. Head. Yeah, and so they're like Stop. supposed to naturally get rusted and give you more grip. Oh, we gotta play with Dobby. Yeah, 
yeah, that guy can that guy can hit. Um, and I don't think the lob wedge, like the sixty degree, I, I'm not I'm not a good enough so player for it. I'm not a good enough player for it. Like no, my with, dad has one, and my brother can hit one really good. Yeah, but he's like, yeah, Evan just says, you know, he's got you got to commit to it because you really got to. Oh yeah. Swing yeah you gotta swing it like and what i've found is like i've been able to pop my sand wedge up pretty good yeah you basically have a flop on the bag right now yep and and the, th- the whole thing around that is like you just open the face and for some reason i just bought it based off of price i didn't yeah. <laughs> base it off of a good choice but my sand wedge um it's got a great bounce and and i can get a flop shot in but yeah i thought i'd see like so you want like you want a lob wedge and when you grow up, when you're a better player, um, you want all four wedges. That's that's interesting. I don't think I'll ever go to a, a lob wedge. I don't think I'll have all four. Is a lob wedge? That's a sixty degree. Yeah. Um, I just don't think it's. I'm like. You need it. No, and and it's like such a a low percent. It's Clarky there in your head. Uh, low percentage shot. <laughs> and. Uh, and like listening to uh, like Jermaine when he was giving lessons to me, like he's like, you know, you don't need to swing too much because if you need to swing too much, you just go up a club. True. Unless you're shooting, like unless you're shooting over like, you know, Mickelson over the the stands or whatever, like, shot. yeah, the backward, yeah, like we're we're never going to be in a position where we can be confident that we're going to make that shot. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe we'll uh, ask uh, some of our buddies about that too. See what they got. Yep. Let's Dude, that was a killer pod. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Follow us on uh, Bogey Pod on Instagram. Yep. At Pod. Tweet us. Uh, shoot us a DM. Uh, ask us your questions. Yeah. I'd love to see questions from the audience. Um, call us names. I th- <laughs> yeah, and tap it in. Peace.